We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gilcast. You might be listening to this on the uh, Sports Grid Fantasy Football podcast feed. You might be listening to this on the Roto Grinders Daily Fantasy Football feed. Uh, so, Sammy, I mean, just still, just total MIA. I mean, this guy is is on a beach. He's like, we don't we don't really know what he's doing. Guy's not working. He he somehow was able to enter a contest today, but not able uh, to to join us for the show. Uh, he duped me in in the 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 contest and then we wanted that blender on but blender is feeling under the weather so blender's not joining us so it's just nate and i maybe the first time ever in in the history of the show it's just been you and i, I know i know sammy and i've done it before i know yeah but there we go buddy it's you i mean I. i'm sure i'm sure there's been times sammy's flaked on us before couldn't get his computer on because he's a freaking <laughs> boomer but uh but yeah this one I mean, he's like on a beach. He posts these weird, and it's like, are you at a playground? I'm confused. But he's in Mexico or something. I don't know. Mexico with his children during December. But it's like, it's like one thing I'd understand if you want to take a two week vacation with your children um, to Mexico. If you lived where you and I live, where where you, it's it's horrible outside. Where Not when you, you live in San Diego. Yeah, it's like it's like what is it's it's like, dude, you want a day at the beach? Like, just walk outside your front door. So I, yeah. I don't I don't really get it there. Um, I got to say, 
probably the most useless day of contests on DraftKings for me. I entered uh, $837 worth of contests in cash games with uh with this lineup and i returned 843 dollars and 10 cents so um just really really not not worth it and um i mean just running so bad this kenneth walker injury i mean because because we had nate we had people who had played etn dead i know we had them drunk stone dead yeah it was it was a super tilting day i mean the lawrence injury obviously he came back and was fine but I, I was like tilting my face off the whole halftime. Uh, and then there was the Kenneth Walker injury. Then there was the, I mean, there was a million things injury wise that happened today that just made today not fun. Uh, even though it was like profitable day, it was like, I was tilting most of the day, basically like I was losing everything. Well, so it all, it, it was sort of interesting in that there was um, like a core of guys who were really good plays and there were a couple lineups who ended up being pretty duped, but the overlap wasn't that insane because of the price discrepancy uh, in terms of the two V2s. So it started out at quarterback. I mean, pretty much everybody played Joseph Burrow or Trevor Lawrence. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he didn't he didn't get the like he, he I guess he got 16 with the ankle injury, so he didn't absolutely kill you. Uh, Burrow was 47% owned in the massive $50. Trevor Lawrence was 23. I guess some people played Mike White and and Justin Herbert. And then at running back, it was Pirine, who was like the lock. But I I was surprised to see him only come in at 51%. Do you think that that was just that some people thought Mixon still might play? I think so. That's the only thing that explains it to me. Because he's Pirine was a better play this week than last week. I mean, it's a much better game environment. Um, I mean, this was like the, the game of the slate. And so him at six K when all these other running backs near him were, I I don't know how he wasn't 80% owned. Like, well, I mean, we've seen guys, we've seen Kenneth Walker, 80% owned. We've seen Tony Pollard, 80% owned. I, I, or maybe, maybe some site didn't have him projected that strong and had maybe, well, the most shocking thing to me, this, this blew my mind, Nick Chubb was 20% owned in cash games on DraftKings. I'm realizing now that's how my lineup ended up making money was because people played Nick Chubb. I I don't know how you pay $8,000 for Nick Chubb in cash when there's Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, P. Ryan, Walker, ETN. Like, I, 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 don't, even, I don't even think I considered him. I considered, I considered P. Ryan, Eckler, Walker, Jacobs, ETN, and Zonovan Knight, and that was it. Those were the only guys I considered for cash games. I considered Zonovan Knight for like a half a second and then realized that that has potential to go real bad, real bad, real quick. And it kind of um, did. It kind of did. Ty, did. Jo- Ty Johnson played a lot. And then honestly, I think it just was that they ended up running so many raw plays as a team that ended up re- being really good for Knight. Cause for a while during the game, he, he had like a, a total snowflake situation going on. I mean, well, I guess he ended up getting to 15 carries. So I guess that was it. It was that he just, he really wasn't splitting any of the carry work with James Robinson, but Ty Johnson got seven targets third on the team. So there, there was definitely room for him getting super squeezed um, in the spot. We both, I think, did we both end up playing? Yeah, we, we, we both, oh, you played Jacobs over Eckler. I played Jacobs over Eckler. Um, Yeah, yeah, I mean, good, good fucking call. The Chargers stink. 
Well, I mean, yeah, let's get into the lineup. So uh, in the four-man, because we had Blender, but Blender's sick. But uh, in the four-man, I had a 155.36. I played Lawrence, Jacobs, Walker, uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, Wilson, Collins, Fryermuth, P. Ryan, and Titans. Um, so I think all of us played the same wide receiver core of Amon Ross, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins. I I don't think I really struggled with Nico as much as you did. I think you were trying no, to get he's, off Nico. He sucks, dude. I was trying to get off. I know he sucks, so but he's bad. got the volume. Like, but the volume was like guaranteed there at well, his price. Well, Blender, I, so Blender, he's not here to defend himself, so I'm not gonna go in on him too hard, but he did the two v two to avoid playing Nico Collins. So he played Zay Jones and Travis Etienne over um over Kenneth Walker and Nico Collins, which I looked which, at. But I was like, no, I want to play Kenneth Walker. The point of not playing Nico Collins is to not play a wide receiver who sucks. So why would you play Zay Jones? I mean, Zay Jones is is legitimately an awful NFL wide receiver. Like the only reason you can play Zay Jones is volume. It's the exact same play as 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 Nico Collins, except seven hundred dollars more. Maybe just because of the better game environment. Well, way better game environment, better quarterback. He he was just coming off of like I think a fifteen target game, if memory serves me correctly. But the, the reason why I didn't play him was he was a legit game time decision with the chest injury. And I was like, I, that, that just seems, and I really didn't want to play ETN. I thought ETN was horrible. Um, and this is why the first reason being you, you think Travis ETN is a pass catcher. He's not, he, he looks like it. That's how he played in college, but that's not how he's been utilized as a Jaguar at all. Yeah. I would make the case that he is still that guy. They're just not using him that way. And I don't know why, but sure. He, he sure. has that talent in him, but he, so he did, he only has two games this year with more than three targets. He's got no games with more than three receptions. He does not have a receiving touchdown. I mean, all of this stuff just, it, it it's not the, like, it's like the same shit you'd say about Kenneth Walker. Like people would be like, how are you playing Kenneth Walker? He's not a pass catcher. Um, but I mean, Add the, to the, the fact that he has a Liz Frank injury that took him out for a whole year and then injured and his it last foot week injured and, again. I thought, I no mean, way. literally, it's the most, it's one of the most fragile injuries. Like anything could have happened during that game. Like his injury risk in game was much higher than, like, I mean, the Kenneth Walker crap, whatever. But um, in game injuries can happen to anybody. But I don't know, a week after he was just pulled from the entire game, I just, there was no reason for me to go there when there was so many other running back values. No, I mean, just even if you even if you say there's like, uh, I don't know, 10, 15 percent chance of re-injury, that's enough to be like, I don't I'm not. I mean, I thought he was a good tournament play, especially what he ended up coming in at because he wasn't super chalky yeah. in tournaments. But I was not that. I, I just thought Kenneth Walker was clearly better than him. And I mean, I really like I was tilting my face off about Nico Collins all day because what I wanted to do was I just wanted to play sky Moore and josh jacobs over kenneth walker and nico collins which uh i mean obviously in the end i don't even think sky got a target i i actually no, think what sky is the biggest i i've chased sky all year and it's not just not gonna well it's i i should have the thing i should have realized was it's definitely not gonna happen in a game they might lose like it's definitely not gonna happen in a game i i think the reason why he was getting so much work the last couple weeks was because those were basically like non-competitive games like they were just beating ass like i i that that should have been something i i thought about a little bit more like obviously in this game they used mckinnon way more um and and i don't know the Bengals do just kind of have their number but in the end that 
I, I just, I didn't have the stones to play Sky Moore in, in cash, uh, even though, even though I, I actually think that team would have ended up scoring more points because Kenneth Walker got hurt. Um, so the team, okay, this is the team I played in full. Burrow, Eckler, Walker, St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Nico Collins, Harrison Bryant, Samaj P. Ryan, and the Titans defense. Man, Titans defense, don't really know what we were all thinking there. I, I guess I guess we were thinking, oh, it's just so funny to see the, the mass hysteria. Because if you were running blended optimals, you weren't actually getting them. You were getting the Steelers, who I think ended up being... Uh, who I think ended up being okay, but you were also getting like Foster Moreau and Jacobs and no Eckler. And I just thought Eckler was kind of a must here. Although in the end that ends up looking really stupid too. Yeah. Let's talk about the Eckler versus Jacobs thing. Cause I went Jacobs and I actually probably would have gone Jacobs regardless of price. Um, I had them projected very similarly. Uh, obviously Eckler has much better passing work uh, um, for sure, but um, Eckler is not the same, like running back, um, running back, like carry share that, that Jacobs gets Jacobs gets all of that volume specifically near the red zone. Um, I thought Jacobs projection here was, I mean, I had it like within 0. 0.0 something. Uh, and then when I looked at the salary difference, like I probably would have played Jacobs over Eckler straight up here. Uh, so taking the salary discount, it was like, I thought Jacobs was just objectively a better play. But, it just, it, I mean, it depends on what projection system you look at. Like, I, I had Eckler a little bit higher, but Cardi had Jacobs higher. ETR had Eckler a little bit higher, but four for four had Jacobs. Like, it just really just depends on on who you're looking at. Um, and and in the end, I mean, Jacobs and a better defense would have been the far stronger construction. Well, the better tight. I mean, that, that's the reason I smashed is because I had Jacobs and the better tight end. Because I went Friermuth over. Oh, you got uh, yeah, you got so you got Ryan. ten, you got ten points from your tight end, and uh, and we all got oh, just uh, Samaj Piran. I I'm looking at live scoring right now. Just they just gave him back the uh, the rushing bonus. I don't I don't know if that affects anything for you, but he had he had lost the rushing bonus and they just gave it back to him. So maybe maybe you let just me refresh. Made, yeah, maybe you just found wait, I because my team my team just went from one forty eight to one fifty. No, didn't change anything. Or oh, maybe you, maybe are it you was, sure? I I think it was Eckler actually. I think it was I think it was oh Eckler I was gonna just, say my Eckler didn't change. I think he just got something at the at the end of the game or something like that. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, Titans Titans defense probably probably not going to uh, play defenses against Jalen Hurts again. Just probably not going to do that. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know what I was thinking. I genuinely am like disappointed in myself for playing Titans D. Uh, I actually thought Pat Fryermuth though. I mean, he had like seventy six yards at half. I thought he was. I thought I was going to like smash. I thought he was going to get the bonus. Um, I felt really good about Pat Fryermuth to play, but uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't do a whole lot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I mean, he did, more, he, he did, he did more than Mackie Mord winner Harrison Bryant, who had one reception. Yeah, I people mean, people get so. Well, I mean, I guess that's really the overarching point. I, I don't think it was even that Harrison Bryant was this terrible play. It's that uh, Cleveland scored zero points on offense. Like, I th- you you just be going through the box score and you'd be like, oh, you know, it's fine, whatever. No, they looked horrible on offense. They could not do anything. Chubb couldn't do anything. Watson was getting sacked. He would the, the the one of the inner like one of his turnovers. I mean, I I get that he's like rusty or whatever, but that uh, this does not look like a dude I would have wanted to spend uh, what you know two hundred sixty million dollars on or whatever. I mean, he got out YPA'd by Kyle Allen. I mean, it's just really bad by them on offense. They average four point six yards per carry, six point per pass attempt. 28.6 QBR, no touchdowns for Deshaun Watson, just foul. I mean, what was it, like 24, 25 dropbacks? Like there's, yeah, a tight end volume on in that offer. That's going to be tough to play in cash, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I so I, I liked in theory what you did with Firemuth. I, I probably would have just played Foster Moreau, who ended up doing nothing and getting a concussion. What, what can you do? So I did, I don't No, wanna... Moreau came back in, I think. Okay. Okay. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to dunk too hard on blender cause he's not here, but I do think this was not, the I right think team. ETN was bad. I think, I think ETN, ETN I think ETN was bad. And I also think ETN Jones on was a bad. different, yeah. ETN on a different slate. I think if there was like, you know how we've had those weeks where there isn't great running back value. I think that makes sense. But I think ETN in comparison to Eckler in comparison to Jacobs in comparison to P Ryan in comparison to Walker is like, significantly worse than the rest of those guys. So there's four strong running back plays and you play the guy with the most, the guy who doesn't get the receiving work. Just highest risk. risk. Highest risk. Yeah. Yeah. So I think ETN was great in tournaments because he came in like he had, he has massive upside in this spot, but uh, in cash, I just, I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, I thought Sammy was going to play ETN. That seems like a Sammy play. That that totally does. He, I just think he was low effort because he was on vacation and he just duped me. He just played. Yeah. He just played the same team as me. Uh, I mean, it, I I would say Harrison Bryant feels on brand for him. Nico Collins feels very off brand for Sammy. I I would say I would say he's much more like I thought he would have played Trevor Lawrence and and ETN and then like a six K wide receiver. Like I, I I don't even know. Sammy would have, yeah, he probably, I, I, he would have played like Ayuk or something. I don't know. Like, he just would have found, no, he probably would have played like Kevante Smith or something. Sure. Like some 6K, like guy that I never considered that would be, that would smash. Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, that's, that's pretty much the way that the way the world. All right. Uh, let's do, let's do tournament teams. So, my two, the two games I really wanted to stack were, the Jets and the Vikings and the Chiefs and the Bengals, neither really ended up getting there. Uh, let's see here. What was the winning team of the big red zone? Winning team of the big red zone. Mike White stack with 
no bring back. It was Mike White, Samaj Piran, David Montgomery, Amon Ross St. Brown, Garrett Wilson, Christian Watson, Cole Komet, Devontae Adams, and the Rams defense. Devontae Adams, 40-burger at 10% owned, pretty good play. Uh, Christian Watson at 16%, pretty gnarly. I, I The only guys uh, single-digit owned in the winning team were Mike White, Cole Komet, and, uh, and the Rams D. So pretty pretty hard yeah. to win. Pretty hard to win these tournaments. Um, so my, my main team, Mahomes, 7%. If you tell me that, I'd probably like play more in this slate. I thought he would be owned. I I'm I was shocked to see this. Uh P Ryan at 32. Kenneth Walker at 8%. Again, absolutely unbelievable to me. Uh I'm so tilted just, about this I'm Kenneth so, Walker thing. It should yeah. have been an absolute like monster day. Kenneth Walker should have had two or three touchdowns in this game. Like he he would have eaten. I'm so upset. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, okay, Smith Schuster, 7%. He did nothing, obviously. Maybe the worst play I've ever made. Now there's been a lot of them. Wait, but... wait, wait, wait. Can I guess? Yes, yes, of course. Chris Moore? No, no, come on. Come on. I'm I not that bad. No, no, I'm not that bad. Uh, I played Sky Moore in a vacuum, fine, at 18%, legitimately the worst play available i mean so so wait, so wait a bad. second what was mahomes ownership seven percent people were just and using him as people were people using were him using as, a... as like a filler as like so like i want to stack i want to play justin jefferson i want to play Devonte adams whatever so i'm going to use sky more what was what was burrow's percent because i'm guessing it was i'm guessing every sky more team that wasn't mahomes was a burrow team uh i got this pulled up on desktop so i can't find oh. I can't find uh, the specific percentages. Uh, okay, then the rest of this, I'll, I will find that though. Then I, so I thought getting pretty weird. Uh, so I'll play St. Brown. That was fine. Harrison Bryant again, seventeen percent, not very good, but just allowed for the salary. And I'm like kind of done caring about tight ends. Uh, like tight ends just don't produce any points. They they really they really really do not. Uh, T Higgins at fourteen percent. Steelers D at twenty three percent. This team is not very good. Uh, this team did did not min cash. It it fit into my theory of wanting to stack uh, and double stack Kansas City Cincinnati, but that game didn't even end up being that high scoring relative to some of the other bonanza spots. Yeah. Um, so, what can you do? I had an okay day in tournaments. Um, I kind of built around the Detroit Jacksonville game. Um, and uh, so my two teams, I had two teams that were 176 and a half and then 175.6. Uh, my 175 team was, uh, it was a Trevor Lawrence um, double stack. So it was Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram. And I brought it back with uh, DeAndre Swift. Um, good, good play. Which, yeah, which I really liked. Uh, DeAndre Swift was five and a half percent owned at 5,600. And I just think, I mean, he's he is getting healthier every week and now is the time to play him not at 6.5 when he's, you know, getting cucked by Williams every, every goal line. But so it was good to see uh Swift's Swift getting some work in the red zone. Um, so yeah, Lawrence Jacobs, uh, Swift, Devonte Adams was like you mentioned, like single digit owned uh, Kirk. And then I, my punt was, uh, was Chris Moore, like I said, who got like a big play at the very end and, and came to life. Uh, Evan Ingram, who did get the touchdown, um, Samaj P. Ryan, who was only 30% owned, uh, and Commanders. So I felt pretty good about playing a chalky running back in P. Ryan. 
Um, I worry less about running back chalk in tournaments than, than I do wide receiver chalk. So I excluded I, I, I totally Wilson. Agree. I excluded Garrett Wilson from every build uh, in tournaments because it was like, I'm not going to play a 50% owned wide receiver in tournaments. Um, what did Wilson end up at in tournaments? Cause I thought he was going to be mega chalk and he smashed, but it was just 30, 30. So I, I did play him on a team. So he was 35% in the hundred K red zone. Yeah. After getting a price bump and that ownership, I was like, yeah, I'm, I was fine with the full fate of him. So this team ended up 175. I felt pretty good about that. Uh, the other team. Burrow, Burrow, uh, by the way, 21% in the red zone. Oh, dang. Uh, well, the other team I had in single Nico, entry. Nico Collins was 21%. <laughs> Nico's like a cash play, but not tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was again, just another version of the Detroit Jacksonville stack. Uh, I went uh, with a golf stack. So it was golf swift and uh, St. Brown, but I triple stacked it with Brock, Wright. Uh, at 20 at 2,800. I just think he's, he was like a great addition. Uh, brought it back with Engram, uh, then had Amari Cooper, Jacobs, Devonte Adams and uh, Falcons D. So pretty much the Devonte Jacobs in, uh, in four of my five single entry teams was like what, what pushed almost all of them, at least to a in cash. Cause Devonte was super, super low owned. And so you, you were playing, you were playing Adams and Jacobs together. Yeah. Cause I thought, Hey, I was going to, I, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really hate it. What, what chargers were you using with them? Like Palmer or just not just saying no, chargers, st- chargers stink. These dudes are good. Yeah. I, I, cause I, I just think Vegas is so tightly for like, you know exactly where that offense is going. And so uh, I thought Jacobs would be great leverage off of the Eckler chalk and Devante, I thought was like the best wide receiver. Um, uh, play like projection to ownership compared to I almost Tyreek was the other guy that I was considering but um, but I went uh, Devontae this week yeah I, I mean hey you love to see it one of, one of the few one of the proud uh, I mean a couple of the other I, I I had no sweats this week but I I was pretty into that uh, that Jets Vikings game because I did like playing chalky Garrett Wilson because I knew no one was going to be playing Justin Jefferson, no one is going to be playing Kirk Cousins. No one is going to be playing TJ Hawkinson. And I mean, those guys all did shit. Uh, but but Kirk Cousins was 1% owned and Justin Jefferson was 4% and TJ Hawkinson was 3%. So I just figured I, I could play. Then it's fine to play. Then it's fine to play Wilson. But if you're playing Wilson as like a one-off yeah, in yeah. a non-game stack, like I just think that's, that's bad. But again, yeah. that goes back to the blender conversation from last week. Yeah, yeah. It's uh. I don't know, man. No, no sweats all year. It's uh, it hurts, and I really got to get back into the lab because Sky Moore at at eighteen percent is just eighteen percent. Sky Moore, man, that is a the lot only... of people who clicked on him. I guess you just got to think that the punt in the highest total game that everybody's trying to play is just going to be steamed mega. Like no, I mean I I do get that, and he's been playing, and he has twelve targets each of the last two weeks. But you you sort of you sort of figure that that's like uh you know you're not getting Sky more than the optimizer. Like he's projecting for like three points on all these places. So that just I guess it just means that people were touting 
Sky Moore is is what it's got to be. Is every every daily fantasy site was telling people about Sky Moore because you weren't you would you you would not be getting him with an optimizer at all. I don't think. I think you might. I think you might under four K. There weren't any like decent wide receivers. I mean, it was like Chris Moore, DeAndre Carter. I mean, Sky Moore was probably like the third or fourth, and then anything that was trying to get game stacks, like you're going to get a lot of Sky Moore. And I guess it was the most. I I guess it would be the equivalent of like if DeAndre Carter was minimum salary instead of thirty nine hundred or whatever. Like probably that. And it was the Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was the Chiefs Chargers or something like that. It would have been that would have been game. But yeah, yeah, not a lot to take away. Like I have no. No, I I I I have settled into like more of like a process like i'm not just throwing darts it's like well i'm not just trying to play you know 60 percent cumulative ownership teams anymore and uh like i you know i'll play i'm playing some of these big you know chiefs Bengals game stacks i had some raiders charger stuff like it's just a matter of and and blunder i mean to his point uh if we're gonna dunk on his cash game team i mean he 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 probably is the best at explaining this of being like you know, you can play like chalky pieces as long as you are doing it in such a way that no one else is doing, like whether it be spending up at a position no one else is spending up at or playing a 3% owned defense and a 2% owned tight end or whatever. It's just a hard game, yeah. man. Everyone's pretty good at the game now. Yeah, I've actually gotten less chalky or more chalky and less off the board. I think early on in the season, I was doing. Yeah, you were so playing some wacky, funky goddamn shit. You played Sammy Watkins, not even in week one, bro. <laughs> Where I like, I what was it like three, four weeks ago? Sammy was like, Nate, get a freaking hold of yourself. And I think I have like my GPP performance over the last four weeks has actually been a little bit better. So maybe settling yeah. in a little bit process wise. All right. Well, everyone, that's it. Uh, tell Sammy to to enter back into the United States. Hope Blender gets feeling better, uh, and and hopefully we have the the gang all back together next week for the program. See y'all then.